testing, testing, one, two, three, one, two, three. Hi, this is the Bridget Era. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about Daisy Jones and the Six. Mostly the TV show, but I would like mention a little bit of the book. Okay, so, well, basically, the finale came out today, even though I'm going to be releasing the vi- this um, episode a few days later, like a few days after the finale releases i'm recording it on the day that the finale release well technically i am recording it after the day after because it's 12 25 a.m i don't know why i always record these things so late i guess it's just when i like ranting i guess but let's start off with talking a little bit about the book oh and spoiler warning if you haven't watched daisy jones and the six and i would highly suggest it or you haven't watched the finale yet, I would, you know, exit out of this episode and, you know, come back and listen to it when you've watched the finale and the whole TV series. Because there will definitely be spoilers for the whole TV show. So you have to have finished, like, the whole thing to listen to this podcast without getting spoiled. Okay, you've been warned. If you're still here, either you're very against watching Daisy Jones and the Six or you've watched the whole thing. Or you just don't care about spoilers. Or maybe you just love to hear my voice. <laughs> if you do love to hear my voice, thank you. Okay, so let's talk about the book a little bit. So I read Daisy Jones and the Six a little bit ago, but I decided I wanted to reread it before the TV series. I did not finish the book before the TV series came out, though, because I've been busy with like school and like work and stuff. So I haven't had time to fully finish the book. But I did like read like around half of it before the TV series, before the finale dropped. And I. I remember a lot of the like the stuff, especially like the the big like events, like you know, like I guess all the chaoticness is that that's definitely not a word. And I also remember like who dies at the end, you know, like Camilla and Teddy. Oh, yes, rest in peace, both of them. Like that was probably like the saddest part of the book, honestly, and also the saddest part of like the TV sh- show. Like, come on. But like, there are some things where I'm like, did it happen in the in the book? Because I haven't gotten to that part in my reread, so I'm not like. 100% for sure, like, remembering if that's in the book. For example, in the TV show, Graham um, tells Karen that she's going to be alone forever. And I'm like, did that happen in the book? Because I don't remember Graham saying that in the book. So I'm going to have to wait until I get to that part in my reread to, like, find out if Graham actually said that. Because that was kind of horrible and, like, mean and rude. Like, come on, Graham. You were supposed to be the good dumb brother. Oh, I love the Dunn brothers, but sometimes, well, I guess Graham only had, like, one or two moments when he wasn't, like, the nicest. Billy, well, you know, you know Billy. But anyway, so can we just talk about how, oh, and by the way, I was doing, like, the testing one, two, three thing earlier because this is the first episode where I have a microphone. I got it off Amazon. It was, like, $40 Canadian, so it was, like, like, or like $45 Canadian, so it wasn't like really expensive, you know? So, does it sound different if you've listened to the other two episodes or like one of the episodes or like any or like even the trailer or any part of like the episodes? Does it sound different? Because if it doesn't, I'm gonna need to return it because it should sound different, even if it's just like a little bit clearer, or a little bit like better, I guess, or just a little bit different, whether it's worse or better. Like, it should sound different, but anyways, let's just talk about how amazing taylor jenkins read is like she when i i was on i'm on book talk and like 
I heard of when I was just like starting out on book talk I didn't exactly know like which authors wrote like what books so I knew Taylor Jenkins read wrote Malibu Rising but I didn't know she also wrote Daisy Jones and the Six and the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo and when I found out that she wrote all three I'm like so basically she's like a mastermind she's like a genius like she she's literally like her literature excellence is just amazing I don't know if that's like a proper way to describe it but it's literally perfection I actually funny enough I feel like the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo is like her most popular book at least from like social media and book talk and stuff but that's out of the three I listed that's the only one I haven't read because I've read Malibu Rising and like I've mentioned I've read Daisy Jones and the Six about to read it for the second time or like about to finish reading it for the second time so like I'm kind of like I feel like I kind of like mix up the order that people usually read Taylor Jenkins read books but I am obviously going to have to read the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo like see I want I'm like on a Taylor Jenkins read binge like I read Malibu Rising I also read Daisy Jones and the Six I'm reading Daisy Jones and the Six again I watched a tv show so I'm probably gonna read seven the husband seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo next. That's probably gonna be like my next read, and then see. Okay, the thing is with um oh my goodness, what so Carrie Soto is it called Carrie Soto's back? Well, you you know what book I'm talking about if you're a Taylor Jenkins read fan. I want to read like every single Taylor Jenkins read book, but I'm kind of worried about the Carrie Soto one because obviously she's the tennis player in Malibu Rising that Brandon oh. Also, like, spoiler alert for Malibu Rising, if you haven't read it yet, I don't, like, I don't think I'm going to mention much about Malibu Rising, especially, like, after this, like, little, like, few sentences, but if you, like, really want to read Malibu Rising, I would suggest maybe, like, skipping ahead, like, 20 seconds, so, yeah, okay, Back for the people who have read it or aren't going to read it, even though I would definitely recommend reading it because it's literally another one of Taylor Jenkins' read books, which means it's perfection. I mean, obviously. But basically, Carrie Soto is the girl Brandon cheats on Nina with and, like, is with after Nina. And, like, obviously, like, Carrie Soto was, like, telling Brandon, like, like, go to whoever you're in love with, in a way, and Brandon was playing with Carrie Soto, but Carrie Soto also, like, did some things that, like, weren't exactly good, in a way, like, they obviously weren't as bad as, like, cheating, but she did, like, go in front of, like, Nina's house, and, you know, made that, like, whole scene, and, like, kind of stuff like that, where it's obviously not as bad as cheating, but it is kind of, like, eh, so I'm worried that, because I have that perspective, I might not enjoy reading the Carrie Soto book if the main character is someone who I don't like from like a previous book. So I'm kind of I'm sure that Taylor Jenkins Reid did something with like her story to make me like love her, or maybe it's just like I hate her <laughs> throughout the whole book, but the book's still good. So I'm kind of worried about that because I don't like disliking main characters. So if I don't like Carrie Soto in her book, I'm like kind of worried that I'm not gonna like the book overall. But I don't know. I guess I guess we'll see if I end up reading it. Oh, and before I forget, I created an Instagram for this podcast, which is basically it's just like the podcast name. The podcast is named The Bridget Era, and 
the Instagram is name the Instagram username is at the Bridget Era. So it's very easy to find since you know how to spell everything. Um, so if you like these podcast episodes, go follow because I'm posting like I post every time I drop an episode. So for example, even if you subscribe to Spotify, you might be more active on Instagram, for example, and you'll get I'll I'll post and there I'll also post like some photos to go with like the episode for example for the Good Riddance tour I posted photos I took when I was there for when I was talking about the Ares tour I posted a picture of Taylor Swift which I I love like seeing photos of like celebrities and or for like Daisy or for like Daisy Jones and the Six like if I post a picture of the cast you know I feel like these will all be end up being like comfort photos in a way, which I find comforting. I guess obviously since they're comforting photos. But before we get completely off topic, um, oh yeah, so go follow the Instagram and thank you in advance if you do follow the Instagram. Okay, back to Daisy Jones and the Six. So I talked a little bit about the book and how like some things I remember, some things I don't. I talked a little bit Taylor Jenkins read. Let's dive right into the TV show, or as they like to call it, the miniseries. I I was scared, honestly. Like, beforehand, I was actually pretty scared before, like, the trailer or teaser even, like, re- got released. Because I was like, I know the book is, like, an, in an interview format, like, throughout the whole thing. So I was kind of scared and nervous and worried about, like, how they're going to show that. Because I'm like, as like, even though I would still watch it and probably still love it if it was just like a regular like miniseries TV show, I really love reading in the interview format. So I'm like, I'll probably also like love watching the interview format. But luckily, they did a good job, and I'm very happy with how they did like the interview format in the TV show or miniseries. I'm just gonna call it a TV show because that's probably what I'm gonna call it automatically. So instead of like correcting myself every time I say TV show and not miniseries, I'm just gonna say TV show. So the interview part was good, but honestly, like obviously you see the whole band beforehand, and um, like for certain appearances, specifically like um, Karen. Sorry, I have a problem with like any TV show or movie I watch. I always know the actors and actresses names but I always forget the characters names so for appearances in the interview like the flash forward to the interview part especially like Karen and Eddie and like also Graham since their appearances are like so different from when you see them as like the band and as like in the oh my goodness it's the 80s right I can't believe I'm forgetting what decade these young the six takes place in I it's the 80s right yeah but, you know, like, the time difference, like, they change. But, like, those three specific people, like, look, like, pretty different. And also, I guess Billy, too, looks, like, different. But anyways, it's, like, kind of a jump scare. Like, you just look. And then, like, their face just pops up. And you're like, oh, 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 oh. I will be honest. It took me a second to recognize Graham in the interview. But I'm like, oh, wait, no. Okay, that's Graham. Because it said the name and I recognize, like, the face. But, I don't know, I think it's the hair. Like, if they have different hair, that's... Now I realize why people didn't recognize Hannah Montana when she put a wig on. Because hair makes a big difference, okay? I understand now. And, like, superheroes, one mask can probably, like, disguise them. I understand all this now. 
Okay, so uh, since I talked about the jump scares, let's move on. Let's talk about oh, and if you're new, if this is the first episode you're watching, I don't plan out these things. That's why they're called rants because I just go on and on about the topic I'm talking about. So you might hear me saying stuff like, "Okay, let's talk about this now," or. Hmm, what should we talk about next? Oh, did I talk about this yet? You might hear stuff like that because I literally don't have a plan. I don't have an outline other than the fact that I want to talk about blank, which in this episode, I want to talk about Daisy Jones and the Six. So let's, I guess we can talk about the plot now. I, I wonder how many people listening to this have read the book and how many have only watched the TV series, the TV show. I'm just calling it, I'm calling it a bunch of different things. I'm talking, I'm calling it a mini series, a TV show, a TV series. Well, you'll know what I mean, whichever way I, I call it. I might, okay, that's going to be the poll for this episode. It's going to be, have you read the book? Have you read the book and watched the mini series? Have you only watched the mini series or have you done neither and you just like listening to my voice? <laughs> Yeah, that would be the poll. I don't know if you heard that, but like if you heard like a, like a, that sound, that was from like my bed. Like because I'm like leaning up against it. Okay, so the plot. So obviously we start off like in we like start off in the Dunn Brothers days, you know, before any girls, before Karen Circle, or as readers will call her, including me, Karen Karen. And also before Camila, we have the Dunn Brothers. And also, I will be honest. When pe- when I'm not like with the things that the um that Daisy Jones and the Six like the TV show ha- are different from the book. There's nothing that I'm completely like mad about, except for like a couple lines. That I'm like I'm not mad about them, but like I kind of wish they were in the show. You know what I mean? But since I I like. I'm saying this, but I'm also, good. like, I literally just, like, at the beginning of this episode, I talked about, like, the things I forgot, but I, like, absorb the characters well when I read, or at least I think so, so I don't, like, really forget about the characters, so when, um, Chuck was on screen and said that his name was Chuck, I was like, who? I'm like, who's that? And then, like, he left to become a dentist, I'm like, what? What's going on? Because I remember I was live tweeting when I watched the first couple episodes and when I watched the first, the last two episodes. But for the first few episodes, I remember tweeting. I was like, oh no, like Chuck's going to go to the army and to the war. Now he's going to die. And then there was this scene where he's like, yeah, I'm going to become a dentist. I'm like, what? Who's this? But yeah. And also, um, I am in the book. I feel, I don't even remember his name now. Is it Chuck in the book too? Like, I knew I really I haven't like picked up Daisy Jones and Six like the book as my as for like to continue rereading it in like a week since I haven't had time, so I don't even remember like who like the the extra not the extra that sounds so sad, but like you know basically like the Chuck in the book who went out to like the war I don't remember his name, hmm, but anyways and also. Was anyone else kind of sad about, like, Pete not being in the show? Like, I, well, I, I was kind of, at first, I was like, like, how are they going to, like, do this? This is literally called Daisy Jones and the Six. And, like, I kind of liked Pete. Like, I know he only had, like, a f- he didn't have that many lines in the book. But I, I kind of liked him, you know? But then when they figured it out in the TV show, and then, I forget who, but, like, one of them said that, one of the guys said, but there's only five of us. And then 
Karen pointed to Camila, and then, like, they smiled at each other. Oh, my, that was so cute. Honestly, the guys, except, well, honestly, so, Eddie, I ended up liking him at the end and feeling bad for him, but, like, throughout a lot of the show, I was like, oh, Eddie. And then, obviously, Billy has had his issues, even though we all love him. Graham, we love him, but he also said, like, um, a mean thing to Karen. <laughs> but, obviously, we still love him, okay? But, honestly, the girls, I love them with my whole heart. If I were to rank the characters, it would be all three girls, and then Graham, and then Warren. Well, why am I ranking the characters? We know that I'm not going to be able to do that. But basically, what I'm trying to say is that the three girls, Karen, Camila, and Daisy, they're, they're at the top. You know, they're elite. They're the best. And honestly, each friendship moment that the three of them share, whether it's two of them or all three of them, I don't even know if they had, like, a full friendship moment. Like, even a hug with it's just, like, the three girls. I kind of wish they did. But, like, whenever there's a hug between two of them, it, first of all, it's, like, almost always a sad hug. Like, something sad happened. Second of all, it's always so sweet and so comforting. Like, I'm like, oh, I want to I, I be a part of that hug, you know? But why, tell me why, I just, like, realized this as I'm talking about, like, there are always, like, sad hugs. Like, there was the hug that when Camila hugged Karen when they were going on the tour bus, which is, like, happy. But then, like, the other hugs I remember, it's, like, all sad. Like, oh, Karen finds out she's pregnant, she doesn't want the baby, Camila hugs Karen. And then, and then, um, Daisy hugs Karen on, like, the piano and, like, stuff like that. It's, like, sad hugs. Like, come on. What, what happened to the happy hugs? Can we get more happy hugs in here? Okay. But, anyways. Back to the plot. Also, another thing I love about Taylor Jenkins Reid's books is that they're very character-driven. And I love character-driven books. Because when you connect, like, obviously the plot matters. But when you connect to the characters, it just makes, like, you feel so much more connected to the story. And that's also why all of Taylor Jenkins Reid's books are all like they all feel real and I think that's a lot of it has to do with the like how much she revolves the story around her characters and all like the character development and stuff like that because I feel like characters are so important in a story and when you connect to the characters you connect to the story and then when something happens to the characters you like feel all these emotions and that's why we all cried in episode like 9 and 10 and also throughout the series you know okay so I talked to, yeah, honestly, I don't really have much to say about, like, the Dumb Brothers era when it was, like, just the Dumb Brothers. I mean, it was obviously cool, you know, and, oh, I guess I can talk about, well, also, like, the, was it Susie, Susie Q? Susie G? Susie, Susie Q, I think it was, the song that they sang at the wedding. Okay, I will say, this is one thing that I'm not... I wasn't, well, I'm the type of person who'll mention when things in the books aren't in, like, the movie adaptation or, like, the, like, any TV adaptation, but I'm not, I won't necessarily get mad over it. For example, like, I mentioned, (laughs) it's kind of funny, because even to, like, people like my parents who didn't watch Daisy Jones and the Six and who are probably never going to watch Daisy Jones and the Six, no matter how much I tell them they should, I still mention the things that are in the books that aren't in the TV show. And, like, they don't understand anything because they obviously haven't watched the TV show or read the book. But one thing I 
wish that they that was in the book that I wish they kept in the show was Camila and 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 um Billy meeting at the wedding because although like they kept like that um like I'll if if like you give me your number I'll write a song about you line which was it's iconic like come on like who wouldn't fall for that like even people who say that's like oh that's cheesy or something like come on I think we would all fall fall for that if Billy Dunn said that to us but even though they kept like that line and like the whole laundry basket thing the interaction was like pretty cute I do wish that they kept the wedding scene in because I just I I don't know I like I like the like that whole interaction, but when Billy and like all the guys like Billy, Graham, Eddie and Warren all like had like the hug and like Billy was like like we're brothers or something, and we're like we're gonna be like the big span or something like that like outside of the wedding, that was that's probably like one of the first times I cried because of the series. That was so sad, but so sweet, and I literally loved it. Yeah, I think that's honestly all I have to say about the Dunn Brothers era. Um, Camila, obviously, she's amazing. And I don't... I feel like the the one thing about TV adaptations is that obviously they can't include every single detail. And I don't think they mentioned... Eddie walking to church with Camila because that ha- that gets mentioned in the book, and I think something that that is important to mention because, for example, like we knew from the show that we knew that Eddie liked Camila, but I don't remember if they mentioned anything about how like they were kind of friends before Billy and Camila ever became a thing. Like they used to walk to church together and stuff like that. I don't know if that got mentioned in the show. If it didn't, good job. Good job, people. Good job, people who choose what stays in the show. And if they didn't, I obviously the the show's still amazing. Like at this point, it doesn't really matter. But if I were to choose something to keep in, I would like choose something like that, just so we kind of know the background and like maybe like w- exactly when Eddie like Camila and like you know a little bit of their backstory. Yeah. So the Dunn Brothers era. That's done talking about and always we're literally almost at half an hour oh god this might be a long episode because we literally just talked about the dumb brothers era that's like probably like the least the era i've least to talk about okay um let's skip to the sixth era obviously karen the queen enters okay so uh, this episode is honestly just gonna it sounds like to me that's gonna be me talking about what i wish they kept in the show from the book because that those are the only thoughts I can think of. Just, well, I can think of like some more. But anyway, okay, so I really wish they kept the Karen Karen nickname and that was so cute, but between Karen and Graham. Like, oh my goodness. And I also love how like they in the show it was like Karen called communions, like, are they worth it? Like, love that. And okay, and then the first album, the six. I mean, that's not what it's called. That's that's the band. Oh yeah, but the the when they chose the name, I briefly talked about this before. But when Karen, oh that my bed is creaking a lot. But when Karen was like, oh what about like what about the six? And then someone was like, oh but there's only five of us. And then she went to you know, that was so sweet. But okay, so the first album. Oh my goodness. I should really get, like, images or, like, at least some text, like, telling me, like, basic information so I don't, like, forget it. 
but what was it? It was like something with two with like eighth note, like eighth note or something. Was that their first album? But like, and then they went on the numbers tour, and then oh my goodness, Camila, like I love Billy and Camila together. Like they're so they make each other better. Camila makes Billy better for sure. I I don't know if it's the other way around. But Billy definitely makes Camila happy when they are happy together, if you know what I mean. But at the same time, Camila deserves better. Because, oh my goodness, I, I knew what, I since I read the book already, I like knew when scenes were leading up to stuff. Like when Camila was walking to the trailer, I like knew what was going to happen. And like, like I've obviously, like, well, it's kind of obvious I've never been in, like, any of the band's positions. But I don't know. I feel like in the book, um, Karen said that, like, she wanted to tell Camila. But in the show, I feel like no one really suggested that they wanted to tell Camila a little bit. Or, like, maybe they didn't. See, I, I should have, like, recorded a part of this after every episode. That would have been so smart. Because even though I know what happens, I, I don't remember. I can't really... Some things I can separate from the book and the show. But some things I'm like, did it happen in the book, the show, or both? You know what I mean? So, if I mix up my details on what happened in the show and what didn't happen in the show, I am sorry. But it was so, obviously, so sad when Camila found out that Billy was cheating on him. But I think the saddest part is when they went back to the hotel and Camila was, like, yelling at him and being like, you're not going to ruin, like, our life, like, my life. That was so powerful and so sad. And when Billy had to go to rehab and didn't get to meet his daughter and, like, the tour got canceled and, like, there was that scene of, like, Billy looking back on the band. That was so sad. That literally broke my heart. Like, heartbroken, you know? Okay, now we can move on to when Daisy joined the band. If I'm being honest, at first, like, I knew how Daisy was in the book, but at first... Oh, I guess... I guess technically during the Dunn brothers era was also like we saw flashbacks of daisy's childhood and let me just say even though i knew what was happening it was so sad to see what happened to daisy especially when she was like like people say i was naive i was a baby oh my goodness that hurts so much like i i think a lot of the tv show made me so sad since I was basically connected to these characters twice. I connected through them and, like, fell in love with them through the books. And then I fell in love with them again during, like, the show. Which, man, just made all the pain just sink in so much more. But it was so sad seeing what happened to Daisy, like, like, like in front of me. Like, I read about it. But seeing it, like, happen, kind of, like, come to life was, like, so much more sad. But... Now we can move on to when Daisy joined the band. Like I was I was about to say, at first, I wasn't the biggest fan of Daisy. And I was really worried that the show was going to make me like not like her in the show. But luckily that changed. So don't worry, guys. I love Daisy. But like, I I think like some people who are watching the show for the first time and like haven't read the book might be like, oh, like, there's so much tension, like, good and bad between Billy and Daisy, but nothing's gonna happen because Billy has a wife. But, like, people who read the book already know what's gonna happen. And I, like, I don't know if, like, I love, okay, 
I'll say I love like a lot of people I love Daisy and Billy together. Like but I also love Billy and Camila together. So every time Billy and Daisy had a moment, all I could think of was like, oh my goodness, what's gonna happen to Camila? And like I know that that's like regular to think, but I kinda wish I was just like, Ooh, whatever, like Billy and Daisy, yeah. But since I was like for both relationships, I was like, Oh my goodness, Camila she deserves so much more because Camila is honestly like everything. She's so sweet. She like didn't like do a bad thing. Like even Karen, even though she like got the abortion for like and like I kinda stand by that and like her reasoning, technically that couldn't be considered a bad thing. So I feel like every character has technically like done like a bad thing if we really want to like get like nitty gritty picky. I've never said in my whole life, but Camila, I can't really think of like a like a bad thing she's done. I might get hate for that because I feel like people had to like defend why they love Camila on TikTok. So I'm scared that someone listens to this and they hate Camila. I'm gonna get attacked, but it's okay. This podcast episode is so I can like rant about my opinions, <laughs> especially the ones I love though. So basically. Every, yeah, like I said, every, like, Daisy Billy moment, I just thought of Camila. But, so, that kind of ruined the Daisy Billy moments for me. Even though I still, like, enjoy them, obviously. But, like, I always just felt so bad for Camila. And, like, she was, like, taking care of, like, Julia while, like, Daisy and Billy were kind of having, like, moments. So, there's that. I, I know the biggest topic about Daisy Jones and Six is, like, Daisy and Billy. And, like, kind of, like, the love triangle. Have you guys ever thought about the fact that a love triangle isn't really a love triangle? Like, we say it's a love triangle when two people like the same person, but technically, it's not connecting all the dots. It's kind of like a V or like a like an upside-down V. Because if it were a love triangle, Daisy and Camila would also like each other. You know what I mean? So, it's technically like a, like a love upside-down V. Have you ever thought about... I feel like I can't be the only person who have ever thought about that. But I know that the love triangle or upside down V was kind of like, if you say like, give me your opinion on Dejan's and Six, they're probably going to talk about that. But honestly, I don't, like, I just said my opinion. I really have like nothing else to really say other than like, I love both relationships. And I felt bad for like the, I felt bad for Camila every time, like, Daisy and Billy had a moment. And I obviously felt bad for Daisy at the very end when she, like, finally, like, let Billy go. Like, that was so sad and, like, heartbreaking that she finally, like, let him go. And, oh, my goodness. But, okay, so I guess we didn't talk about the love triangle until we, like, finally, like, talk about the finale and what made me cry so much. Okay, so Karen and Graham. I love Karen and Graham. I think I love Karen and Graham more than Daisy and Billy or Camila and Billy like Daisy I mean and Karen like I mean Karen and Graham have my whole heart and of course since they broke up and the whole like thing and how Karen loved Graham but didn't say it so Graham could have the life he wanted they had they still have my heart it's just a broken heart that they have a heart that's broken into a million pieces but they still have it but you know they still have it but I I knew it was going to happen, but I fooled my, like, tried to fool myself. I was like, oh, Bridget, you know, it's a, 
it is an adaptation to the TV, like to a TV show. So, like, you know, maybe they'll just keep, you know, Karen and Graham together. There's a possibility, even though there's an elevator scene in the trailer. You never know. And obviously, you know, if you've watched the finale, which I hope you did, if you're listening to this podcast episode, because there are tons of spoilers. Obviously, they did not stay together. And um, I saw this tweet on Twitter, and it was like, so we just need to wait for Graham's wife to die so that <laughs> Graham and Karen can be together. And I'm like, yup. Okay, so I don't. Okay, so I don't really know what to talk about. Well, I guess I've literally talked for like half an hour, but like other than the ships, I I feel like stuff like this, like not all my po- opinions are like the popular opinions. So. I'm kind of scared, like, nervous that people won't agree with me. But, again, you're here to listen to me talk about things I love. So, this is your fault if my opinions are, like, the opposite of yours and you care about that. But, Karen and Graham, I, I'm i just going to keep saying the same thing over and over again, probably. See, that's the annoying thing about me is that I will repeat myself and then I'll catch myself. But after I've repeated myself, like, a million times... But I think the thing that I love so much about Karen and Graham is that they understood each other in a way. Like, for example, when Graham was kind of like, like, are you embarrassed to be seen with me? And then Karen, like, told him why. And then she didn't just want to be, like, known as, like, the guitar of the sixth's girlfriend. Graham understood. And that was so sweet of him. I guess that's also why I love Graham. And... Like, just, like, I think, just, like, why, like, any other, like, TV show or movie relationship is because there's, like, so much emotion in that relationship. So, you really felt, like, everything that was coming out of that relationship, which is, like, so nice to have when you're watching something. Okay, so, we're done talking about the ships for a little bit. Well, I guess let's dabble a little bit in the war and then the movie star. That was so iconic. Like, it was like Flash Forward's like, oh, and Warren's dating a movie star. And then he's like, I am dating a movie star. And that was so good. Okay, now we're done talking about, well, one more thing. Let's talk a little tiny, tiny bit about Eddie and Camila. I liked Billy and Camila better than Eddie and Camila because obviously I wouldn't want to be in a relationship like Billy and Camila in real life because I don't think I could handle it. I would probably leave. I'm not as strong as Camila, so that wouldn't work out. But I love the, like, the trope of, like, forgiveness. Like, sometimes you're just, like, just, like, drop the drop the love interest. But then there's also a lot of times where you're, like, like, the fact that this character can forgive this character means that their bond is so strong and that they can get through, like, so much together. So that's why I love like, all the ships in the show, because they all got through so much together, so, yeah, okay, now I'm done talking about the ships, I think I kind of, like, talked about, well, I kind of talked about everything really, really, like, I talked about, like, the Dunn Brothers era, and then I talked about the Six era, then Daisy Jones and the Six, well, I kind of love just, like, the friendships, especially between, like, the girls, like, uh, even when, like, Karen, you know, it was, like, her first time meeting Daisy, like, she, like, got all the guys out of, like, the recording room so that Daisy wasn't kind of, like, nervous and, like, creeped out a little bit, which is so nice, but I think we can just, like, 
jump right into the final two episodes and like talk about how much I cried and how much I know everyone listening to this podcast episode cried. So we pick off. Well, I get we don't have to do this in order. Like I'm gonna like forget something. I'm gonna go back. It's gonna be like a disaster and so messy. But I guess ranting is always messy if we're being honest. But like I I knew what was coming. Like I said, I read the book. I knew two of my favorite characters were going to die. I knew that Karen and Graham were going to have that, like the whole abortion thing, then the whole breakup thing. I knew that Julia was interviewed. I knew like everything that was going to happen, whether it was like happy or sad or whatever, you know. But I was still, I still watched it going into with like, like a blindfold on, basically. And I was like, you know what? The sad. I'm. I w- was really trying to convince myself that the sad stuff that happened in the book wouldn't happen in the show, even though I was like 100 percent sure that it would happen. But can we just talk about like the conversations that happened in the last two episodes? Because I feel like obviously throughout the whole series, the whole season one, there were like a lot of deep conversations. But I think something with the last two episodes. You knew it was the end of something. You could feel it, you know? You could really feel it in your soul. Okay, I think the only thing I really want to talk about and have opinions on is, like, kind of, like, the final-ish scene from starting from, like, when they're on stage for the final show to, like, the very end of the series. So let's start there. So I I made a TikTok recording my reaction, and it's honestly so funny when we get when you get to this part of the reaction. But at first, um, when... I thought Billy skipped Eddie. I'm like, oh, damn. Like, he introduced everyone so well, except for Eddie. But then he went back to Eddie and introduced him, like, really well. And, and then they hugged. And I, you can literally, if you watch my, like, um, reaction um, on my book talk account, which I, it's, like, Bridget's library, except for the L is a one. Uh, go follow if you want, I guess, if you love reading. But basically, I literally say, like, oh um like oh my gosh that's so sweet they're having a moment they're hugging it's like friendship but i then right after that i record oh never mind um billy's told eddie that he's like done after this so that's like kind of funny but anyways the looks everyone was sharing on stage like the looks between daisy and billy the look oh the looks between Karen and Graham broke my heart and how Karen was, like, crying and Graham was crying. And then Karen, Daisy could sense that Karen needed hugs so and they hugged at the piano. That I think that was probably one of my favorite moments when Karen and Daisy, they kind of hugged on the piano seat. Because they've always been, like, nice to each other, but you've never seen, like, a real, real, real friendship moment between them two. Except for, I guess, when Karen hugged Daisy earlier during, like, the, um, the husband incident, you know? But that was so sweet and it was like near the ending so you're like this is such like a fun and like not fun that was actually sad this is such like a sweet sad moment to like kind of mark like their friendship and like where it's at right now and like the fact that they daisy could just feel like karen needed a hug and then they hug and oh my goodness we're gonna like start crying now but oh my goodness how long are we i think we're literally we're almost at 50 minutes okay so this is definitely gonna be a long episode if you made it all this way, thank you so much. And I'm sorry that I've been speaking for so long. But, um, listen, I have a lot of things to say, okay? Okay.
but basically now we can talk about the very ending like the final interviews oh my goodness well i guess we can talk a little bit so when teddy i'm sure everyone watching the tv show was like oh teddy, teddy's gonna die oh wait no he's stable he's safe if this happens again but it's not gonna happen again spoiler alert spoiler alert he dies and that was so sad and like and camila dies and when they were talking about camila and teddy for like the last time it was so sad and when they were all like i know where i'm like mixing up the order of like the the scenes but it doesn't matter honestly but when they were all like leaving the venue and getting to the tour bus and then eddie went a different way or like well rod was figuring out how to tell everyone that daisy was leaving and they all saw eddie going a different way and the look on warren's face was so sad and heartbreaking then when Graham was about to get into her but then he put his guitar down and left. And after he made eye contact with Karen, and that's just so sad. And then when they're all talking about Camila and Teddy, that was so sad. And then when the thing, I was already bawling my eyes. I literally couldn't see the screen because I was crying so much. But when I already felt bad for Eddie, but then it was even more sad and show that he is like a good person actually when he was like, you know, I would have been there. I just didn't know. I just didn't know if he would want me there. He said that to Julia and that was so sad. And I'm literally about to start crying just thinking about the last two episodes. But another thing I want to say is at the very end, let's talk about the very, very end because we're literally at like 50, over like 50 minutes now. We're probably like right, uh, right over 50 minutes. But I already knew, like, how Camila Dabies of the book. But when she was, like, saying that she doesn't look beautiful, then Julia was like, you always look beautiful, Mom. And then she was adjusting her wig. And that was already sad. But then seeing the look on Daisy and Billy's face when they were watching Camila's video was so heartbreaking and sad. And the fact that another reason Camila is such a good person is that she, like, told, like, Billy did give Daisy a call, and then she kind of knew what was ha- going to happen, so she recorded that video for them, and that was so sweet and sad. <sighs> and then, obviously, Daisy and Billy reuniting. Iconic perfection. And then also, but one last thing is that on Twitter, like, I think someone tweeted, like, oh, I wish they were older when they were into it, and then, like, the producer, like, the director, like, Will Graham, replied being like oh i wonder why we did that and like is there gonna be season two because like so i usually i don't like when there's like an extra movie or an extra season that goes off book like off the story from the book but honestly at this point if season two will bring karen and graham together i'm up for it i'm ready for season two if that's gonna happen but then also like camila wouldn't be in season two maybe flashbacks i don't know if i can watch this season without camila but i can also I will watch a season if it doesn't have Camila, but it has Karen Graham. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Thank you for listening to this long episode. If you've made it to the end, thank you so much. My name is Bridget, and it has been so fun talking or ranting with you.